Greetings, fellow humanots, and Capitan here. What the H? Coming at you today with a special program, our first guest, as it turns out. And uh, we're excited about that. Joined, as always, by the unflappable, unprogrammable Mode Locrius. Loke? Um, my energy's a little flat today. A little flat? What's the things getting you down on the blockchain? I know things are getting kind of crazy out there on the blockchain. That is correct. <laughs> Head for the hills. It's all crashing down. Um, not good. Not good. The uh, crypto markets are uh, getting a little uh, little crazy. Taking the old dippity dive. But uh, eh, what are you going to do? But uh, yeah. Besides the crypto market, anything else happening of interest to you, my friend? Let me just tell you this. Tell me. I was thinking about this the other day, mm. uh, just getting, you know, livid when I hear about the hospital protocols and whatnot and how they give you, obviously, remdesivir, run death is near, poison, ah. and they, they do the ventilators. But then I was thinking, ventilators, 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 where have I heard that before? And everyone knows the answer to this, but they haven't pointed it out that I've heard. Do you remember who brought... Uh, was it? We're, we've ordered fifty thousand more ventilators. Uh, no, Remember? I don't. I don't recall that. It was it was a uh, Donald John Trump. Donald Tar- he, he Donald Tiberius ordering, John Trump he kept ordering ventilators by the tens of thousands. Wow! And now that is the main thing they're killing you with, other than the shots from Operation Warp Speed. So it's like he's 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 getting you from every angle, and everyone's like, "Please come back and save us." <laughs> You've killed more people than Biden. Yeah, he's well. He's uh, You've killed more people than Putin. He's really he, he was he was really ahead of his time, wasn't he? <laughs> I mean, people are uh, they're all about that golden that golden statue, the Emperor King. Man, you know what though? I did see a, a footage of him making a hole in one the other day. Mm. Golf, so well. Oh, the I hate to say it, but actually, I don't hate to say it at all. But <laughs> I don't think freaking, that, that, that yeah, is a great tune. It is. It's one of my. It's one of my favorites. It's actually one of my favorite musical compositions. It's so good. I it can't is. even stand it. <laughs> It is. It is. The first so time good. I ever heard it, it was Glenn Beck. Remember Glenn Beck? Oh. He was doing like a spoof of it uh-huh. for Obama. Oh, hell, King Obama, we love you, <laughs> we Obama, love. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is that? That is an amazing song. And then I found out it was the Russian national anthem. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, the Soviet. His, the Soviet his lyrics were better. Same thing. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Only it uh, were. But anyways, remdesivir and ventilators, that got our good buddy uh, Rob Skiba, which I don't know if we've mentioned or not on the show yet. But Rob from Skiba. What, from what we know, yeah, that's, that's what got him from the hearsay since was, we didn't actually know him. It was pretty bad, and uh, we were pretty devastated. Um, big fans of Rob for several years. I know both of us were and uh, still are. But one of the one of the premier Nephilim 
what would you call it? Researchers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Speakers? And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and using, using, PowerPoint using his... PowerPoint presentationists? PowerPoint presentationist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, good, well, that's a good term. He was a, he was a, a proud PowerPoint presentationist. Well, and he, um, in his own word, like using his own words, he is re-searching the things that people have searched before him, and he would uh, search them again and uh, did a a very fine job. He was actually... And he um, had more resources than the original people who searched them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was one of our favorites. um, And uh, he, before, not long before he passed, he was actually at one of the conferences with the gentleman who ends up being um, our first guest here on uh, the What the H Show, uh, who is with us today. Uh, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Oh, okay. I'll let you go ahead and guess. Jordan Maxwell. It isn't. <laughs> no, no. Ah! Not, not, not Jordan Maxwell. Um, take a guess. You can take another guess. Oh, it's not Norm MacDonald. It's... It, it, Nope. I'm just going down the list of people that we wanted to get on the show when we originally started. Right, right. Jordan Maxwell. No, not Jordan Maxwell. Bob Saget. Nope, nope. A good, oh, a good friend of his, God. though. Uh, oh, John Stamos. Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. Oh wait, no, he's also dead. No. This sounds uh, like a bit we're doing. That's because it is, but it's also based on 100 percent truth. So sad. Literally, literally the literally the last the list of people that we had for guests that were working yeah. on our show, we just started like checking off way too many of them. Four of them crossing out way too cross, crossing out not already. too long ago. Yeah, not not good, not good. Uh, but this gentleman is uh, was on the top of the list from the very beginning. He was, and he's alive and well, and uh, incredibly gracious uh, with his time, and uh, one of the sweetest guys. Um, very, very nice and incredibly knowledgeable and pretty prominent. So we were very my third, thrilled. My third favorite sergeant right behind York and Slaughter. <laughs> yep, Mark Sargent was our guest today, and uh, we had a great time with him. I uh, got about a little over 90 minutes um, uh, of time talking with him about all host and manner of things, including Rob Skiba, and he talks about him and his work. And uh, we got a little bit into UFOs and um, the flat Earth community and uh, all kinds of things. Dolly Parton, all kinds of great stuff that uh, came up in the show. Dolly Parton, Eric Dubay, you know your your typical yeah typical your typical flat Earth your typical flat Earth chatter. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, uh, go on and uh, enjoy it as we did. We had a great time talking with them, and uh, yeah, enjoy. Greetings, everybody. Our guest is the one and only Mark Sargent. Mark is arguably the most prominent, recognizable, and influential individuals of the Flat Earth Movement over the last several years. You can find the links to all of his information in the description and the show notes, as well as his content on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Mark K. Sargent, that's S-A-R-G-E-N-T. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> hey, first question, uh, right out of the gate, Mark. Um, yeah. Is it true that you believe in contradiction to what all God-fearing men should, that the Earth is not an oblate pear-shaped spheroid? Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We are living in a snow globe. 
A snow okay. globe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Second follow-up, and I know this is something that's been on our minds, and I'm not sure exactly which dark corner of the internet this crawled out of, but I just want to put mm-hmm. this to bed uh, yeah. you know, before, before it gets fit. Is it also true that you believe that Dolly Parton is flat and the entirety of NASA's vast catalog of Dolly Parton images are, in fact, digitally manipulated artistic creations? Is that, is that also true? I think I know where you're going with this, and <laughs> yes. Really? Because really? I have no idea. That I, that I have no clue where I was going at all. Um, but- I, I'm just assuming that you're putting Dolly Parton in, in place of NASA and all the aspects of NASA. Of the boobs at NASA? Dolly, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Are, are Dolly Parton's breasts fake? Yes. Is, are the NASA pictures fake? Yes. Yes. Okay, there you go. Very good. Yeah. I was, I was curious because I know, and I don't remember when this was exactly, but yeah. now, do you remember when the, uh, the interview where, where Neil deGrasse Tyson said that? Was that, was that after uh, you had put out the Flat Earth Clues videos? Oh, when he was talking about the, the Red Bull jump? Not the Red Bull jump, but the, the video where he discusses the shape of the Earth, and he says, you know, it's not actually a sphere. Oh, right. The, it's yeah, an the oblate o- spheroid. Oval. The pear-shaped, pear-shaped oblate sphere, right? I but, think so. I but it, I'm going to have to have somebody look it up for me because uh, it was a convention that he was at. He was at a oh, some sort of symposium at a university. I think it was after 2015, though. Okay. I do. Yeah. The, the 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 video that I saw said that it was it was uploaded in 2016, but that was one of you know how it goes. There could be you know who yeah. Knows how many... I, it it wouldn't matter if he it, if he did or not because even if no matter when he had the the flat earth concept really hadn't been thrown at him yet okay from, from a so from a social media standpoint okay but either way he, he said it that that thing and he's honestly he's helped us more than hurt us i was gonna say because yeah because my my thought on it was if i were in your position back yeah. in that time yeah. i just would have thought my goodness uh that seems like kind of like a slam dunk i thought i mean i, I anybody saying something that absurd after, well, after, after, after he, purporting all those images, after, after all the images come out for so many years. Of, yeah, of here's he this tried to backtrack on a, on a it, couple different radio shows and said, he, you know, <laughs> he was trying to clarify to say, <laughs> right. well, when I say oblate, that means, you know, that if I had, a, if it was a billiard ball, you'd barely even be able to feel the, the, the surface. You know, the, the, it would still feel to you in your hand like a complete sphere. And uh, and it was that was complete departure. It's like no oblate right. means oblate. Right. <laughs> you know, you can look it up in the dictionary, and it, not only that, he said oblate and pear shaped. So he had, <laughs> right. he was trying to to back, but then but then he came out a little bit later and went after the Red Bull jump and said it was scientifically dishonest. Now you were saying something about so, that too, right, uh, uh, Loke? That you about the because I because I, oh, yeah, I, I barely remember that, that. He said there's no way you'd be able to see the curve from there, which is no, which is I think. Correct. Like if you look at a map or a globe, the yeah. distance, even a hundred miles, is barely anything. Yeah. So you have to go way, way up there to see a curve. Yeah. Uh, not that there is one, but if there was. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, he went so far as to say that no civilian will ever see the curvature. Is that what he said? And Perfect. yeah, I mean, because they're just not. I mean, you know, plane uh, commercial airlines cap out at about ten miles. Spy planes, give or take, if you believe them, at twenty miles. And and so on, but and we've sent only really military people to the ISS again, if you believe in that. Right. So yeah, Neil, when he said he he has helped us seriously. He, the, the the he's he hasn't been as bad necessarily in quotes as like Elon Musk, mm. but he's still bad. 
you know, he, he right. throws stuff out there that we just use against him. Now, obviously, Elon is more in the headlines, uh, well, uh, more, than, more than usual uh, uh, recently. Uh, well, I mean, the, the media is trying to turn him basically into Tony Stark. That's, no, that's, right. that's what they're doing. I mean, it's like they're, they're trying to pump him up into that level. And, and they're, in fact, we're now, it's, it's mostly myth. It's like, oh, no, he, he founded PayPal. No, he didn't. You no. know, oh, he founded Tesla. No, he didn't. Right. You know, he started SpaceX. Yeah, with the help of the government. Yeah, and then a solar panel company also with the help of the government. Right. And, and stuff like that. But no, no. I mean, again, most Americans don't even realize he's not even from here. Right. He's South African. Well, and and one of the things that I, that has been at least somewhat perplexing, I think, when we've when we've discussed it, is is the fact that uh, so many in the well, a, a larger amount than I would have initially thought, in, yeah, and what I would refer to as kind of the people who are looking in the truth movement or whatever you want, however you want to call it, yeah. um, seem to kind of be you know on that Elon train, as it were, uh, kind I of like to, you know, oh I, man, I, this is he's you know he's he's doing I, it the free speech thing. I'm like, well. No, nah, uh, no, well, no, that that deal's on hold. Well, I know it's on hold. Yeah, right, correct. Yes, as I knew the time it would of the taping for sure. But right. it, but still, it's just the whole, it just kind of the kind of really because of that one main issue, uh, really buying into this idea that this is yeah he is you know he's it. This is the one. This is the one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're almost equating him, and I'm not trying to be blasphemous here when I say this, but they're they're equating him to the whole a level of Trump Jesus. Which is you know Elon Christ, the yeah, the which, Emperor King. Yeah, I mean he is he is just I mean every I mean I wrote about him back in 2017, where I was saying this guy is a complete fraud. Right, <laughs> he's never ever done anything he ever set out to do ever, and right. and right. then at one point he jumps ahead of everybody. I mean one one week I just wake up and it's like oh yeah by the way Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. In the I'm world, going, yeah, was since, that was quite since, the leapfrog. <laughs> yeah, since since when I go I, I go I understood when when Amazon jumped in front of Microsoft that I completely understood the yep. Amazon Prime model yep. is all all consuming yep but to tell me that Tesla Motors is now the most uh, financially stable car company in the world right and and made him the richest man in the world at the same time is going the, the media is they're just they're just conjuring stuff out of thin air and I've got friends and family. That are going along with that. I mean, you got, got a brother-in-law that says, oh, yeah, yeah, Elon Musk is a complete genius. He might be able to lead us out of this. I'm going, what are you smoking? Yeah. So, no, no, God, I hate that guy. Well, it's just, it, it also doesn't. lead us somewhere. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's some leading. I think the thing is, it doesn't, I mean, it does, to me, it is a great example of uh, the way the human mind works and the idea right. of wanting to be led and wanting to have a, some sort of a savior type figure people do people want to follow uh as much as you know people in our community we 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 point and laugh people and say oh they're sheep there's a lot of sheep out there most of of sheep yeah most of the uh, the people out there are sheep and and as much as i would like to turn them all around there's an old saying which is conformity builds empires Mm. and we wouldn't even be talking right now if there weren't that many sheep right it's just frustrating recently because it's so blatant Beforehand, at least it had some subtle aspects to it. Now, right. they're just throwing out headlines there, these massive distractions, and the narrative is so simple. Yeah. Uh, you know, stupid, basically stupid stories for for stupid people. How's that? <laughs> yeah, very true. I had, a, I had a friend in high school whose dad was a chemist, and uh, we'd get so frustrated when we'd go to uh, 
you know, Sonic and they'd mess up our order or something. And, yeah. And after a certain amount of time, he said, look, guys, everybody can't be smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's, but it's true. There you it's go. True. <laughs> that for, for our particular civilization, I mean, there's a reason why it's called the pyramid model, you know. Right. It's, there's a huge chunk in those lower bands that are they will do whatever is told. What what bothers me is that they will believe, and that's straight out of Orwell, which is they will believe things that contradict themselves within a very short amount of time. Where it's like, oh no, this is the narrative. This is the narrative. Okay, we're going to do a complete 180 in 72 hours. Now this is the new narrative, and nobody questions it. Yeah, that that's the part that blows me. I mean, we you know, we've seen this over the last couple of years, <laughs> yeah. that whole thing. I mean, I've been I stopped doing flat Earth things as you may or may not know, and just railed against you know the virus of unknown origin. Right. You know, for for just I mean, just throwing it at people, going, look, it's not what you think it is, and yeah, but, but yet there's still. I'm I'm just glad that some of the restrictions have been pulled off, and hey, all we had to do was wait two years. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, I I just hope you're wearing a mask right now. Oh, I am. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm I'm wearing too. You can't. Well, tell. we feel much much safer. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the things I remember Tom Woods. Um, I've been familiar with Tom Woods or not, but anyway, Tom Woods, uh, libertarian writer, etc. Um, yeah. He did a number of. I mean, just constantly, just put out papers after papers, just showing the data of. Case, cases and this you just go month after month after month yeah. and show, showing how it made absolutely no difference whatsoever and again just the programming is so deep and you're just yeah. going I, I i don't know i don't even know what 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 else can you what else can you say it was very revelatory obviously since 2020 yeah a lot of things as far as the human condition uh, have been revealed. Uh, and I, yeah, and I was surprised and I, I won't get into this too much, but I mean, I was surprised after two years who was, was drinking the Kool-Aid and who wasn't yeah. on, on my end. Right. And I'm running into people, people who swore, you know, people listen to my shows, people listen to that stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm double and triple and all that stuff. I'm going, yeah, what happened? <laughs> and, and it was it was one of two reasons. One was some sort of peer pressure family thing. Right. Um, the other was just they they had to have faith in something. Mm. And it's like, look, mm. if I can't trust the government, who can I trust? And it's like, yeah, I guess that's a reason. But it's not well, the one I subscribe to. That is so. interesting to me. Let me ask you this. The, the people yeah. that were saying that, when you say kind of on your side of things, are you referring to just basically like like basic family? Oh, yeah. Or just friends, basic family. friends? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because yeah. I would think within the movement, that wouldn't necessarily be. Would you find like in the Flat Earth movement, I would assume most of them, because it's in general. I mean, let's face yes. it. It's like you when, can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I kept track. Most of, I mean, there's a reason why we didn't do any conferences for the last two years, except for the Flattoberfest out in North Carolina. Okay. And that was, we couldn't find any venues that would allow us to go allow without to it. Sure. facial protection. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, most of the people in the community, in fact, almost all the people in our community, uh, were absolutely perfectly fine on board. However, that's not to say, as you know, that there aren't pitfalls. Sure. Meaning, in fact, I encouraged people, I was like, I go, look, if you develop some sort of cough, don't go to the doctor. Right. <laughs> you know, not now. And yeah. in fact, I told, you know, we won't get into this too much because we don't want to get you know, censored. But I told Rob's story to multiple people 
know, and and we lost in our community a number of people that fell into the exact same trap that wow. Rob did. Okay, where now, it's, it's like I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go to the doctors. What's the worst that could happen? It's like, well, let me tell you. Well, <laughs> that's hurt. I now. Okay, this is big for us because we're we're see now we heard of Rob. Uh, well before uh, and uh, knew of his work because we uh, followed. Uh, well, first of all, Rob was one of the ones, and one of the things that we cover here, um, UFOs, and we'll go into that a little bit a little bit as well today, kind of get your take on that because I've always been curious about it. But the idea sure. of Rob was one of the few um, within uh, evangelical Christianity who would ever even touch the subject. And, right. um, and to, to it, a certain extent, uh, you had uh, Chuck Missler, um, who was uh, quite remarkable there. But Rob had been around for quite some time, and we had um, really kind of followed his work. And so then, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> we, we just heard, of course, a few things when we, when, when we heard, uh, first heard that he had passed. Uh, yeah. All we had to go on were just a few, you know, we're just, we're just searching. We're like, okay, well, who, you know, who, who knows what? You see right. different posts on his, on his Facebook and people saying different things. I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I don't know how much of that's true. Um, so I, I thought, well, I'd love to love to ask you about that. You're saying uh, what we heard, and just kind of confirm or deny this. He, yeah, that he 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 was uh, not feeling well. I know there was a yeah. conference. He was there. Yep. Um, we also heard. Is this? Am I correct in this, uh, Loke? That it was people within like a certain, more than one person within a certain front row, seemed to get sick. Or it was what was no, that, that that I heard? That I heard from from uh, different. I can I can I can probably cut all through this pretty quick because I I, I was in touch with everybody the second it happened. Wow. Which was so he went to the the take on the world conference, uh, a conference which I get invited to every once in a while, but uh, they don't. uh, Yeah, it's a long story anyway. But he what a lot of people don't know is, is Rob has had lifelong asthma. Right. Right. And he does get sick every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not a huge deal. And, you know, when you go to conferences or, or long things like that where you're speaking and the, your stress levels are up and everything, you know, he, he developed a bit of a cold, which turned into just garden variety pneumonia. Okay. And he, if you know anybody that's had pneumonia, it's a tricky little thing because beforehand, yeah, you go to the doctor's office and they treat it with something. But eventually they'd send you home usually unless you have really good health care because you're going to be in there for a while. Right. And but most people they'll they'll just you know tough it out at home. It's like it's going to be a month at least. Yeah, you know right. you're out you're out for a while. Yeah, you're and you're that, out for a while. That's why the eighty and ninety year olds die from it because they can't tough it out. Yeah, exactly. It's it is a it's a really severe you know cold respiratory thing. And if you have asthma, it freaks you out a little bit because you're you you know you have those moments where you're wondering you know is my body going to be able to to hold this? You know, mm-hmm. Rob's a strong guy, ex military. Yeah, no no worries. But he had this moment of doubt. Where, and remember, he had already known, you know, he'd been, this was not early on, he had known, and and he, his wife, kind of nudged him into it, and and said, well, you know, maybe you should go to the doctors, and he gets to the doctor, to like the lobby, just before, you know, he's got to say goodbye to her, because that's when you couldn't go in with the family. Right. And the line was that he was all, all of a sudden, he had, it's like, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, maybe you, he told his wife, he goes, I, uh, I've got a funny feeling that if I go in here, I'm not coming out of here. Not coming out, yeah. 
And what, again, I don't want to go into this too much because, again, for censorship, but but I want to mention, I want to at least clear the record for anyone on your side that that may not know. So what they did was when, and the protocol is, I think, still out there. There's one protocol. If you come in with respiratory issues, there's exactly one protocol, which is they they will offer you up a ventilator and offer you remdesivir, period. That's that's the protocol. Right. There, There is no other option. And, you know, you can, oh yeah, they'll put you in a bed and you can, you can wave that off, That's crazy. but they're just going to keep coming at you yeah. and saying, Hey, put you on, put you on. And they, um, they talked to him into it pretty quick. Really? And that, yeah. He was intubated. So he was intubated relatively soon. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. And, Good and bad. what a lot of people don't know is <sighs> if the, what the number one side effect of having a ventilator on you is pneumonia. Number yeah. one. Yeah. Well, if you already have pneumonia <laughs> and then you're ventilated, that can't be good. That, that is a, that's right. a really bad thing. Anyway, right. he held on for 40 days and that was it. And uh, he, and he never did come out and people were really, really upset. And, and, uh, but what, and, and, and I was too, I mean, I was, I was angry because I mean, come on, he was in our community. Right. I was also angry that there were people I you know I and I told this that exact story to a number of people and I still watch some of those people run into the same thing because uh, again I don't want to drag this out because denial is the the right. number one most predictable human response to everything yep. which is well I understand you know the Rob story but it's not going to happen to me right. and it's like why 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 wouldn't it happen to you yeah. <laughs> it, it happened to Rob Rob said it wasn't going to happen to him. So, and, and I just watched this domino. So I watched a number of people run into this and, and, you know, some people from our speaker tour, you know, people from, that did conferences a couple of years ago and this just blew my mind. So I, yeah, the, the good news is, is that Rob's work will completely live on. He's all his yeah. content is still out there. His YouTube channel is not going anywhere. Yeah. That is the one good thing about social media. I can say, yeah. which is because of the nature of social media, it doesn't come down. You could have died in a plane crash. It doesn't make any difference. The right. the only time it'll come down, ironically enough, is if you go out and do something horrible. Right. You know, right. if you go out and just you know blowing away a busload of people, right. you know, then it'll come down because they they don't want your thing tied. They don't want negative stuff tied to whatever social media aspect it is. Right. So, yeah. well, there you go. Um, Let me ask you this real quick. While you just talked about Rob's content, yeah. Um, his uh, model. Of the sun and the moon, yeah, spinning has been yeah. it's popped up in every flat Earth video since you made it, yeah. And I'm wondering what is your take on that because he never said this is it. He just said I took their math and put it into this program and and made it flat. Yeah, Rob Rand is sort of the same hurdles that I did in that back in 2015. We didn't have a lot of, to go off of. Right, and right. so Rob was working around with early models. This is way before the 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 phone app came out, um, and he was making. But he, I don't really have an opinion on it, only because I can't shoot it down. I mean, it's it's used out there. Hey, great, yeah. fantastic. The my only criticism about any animation or any model that's ever drawn, and I try to clarify this to people up front, is that because of the nature of how we see things. But like, for example, if you, you look at the, the, the dinner plate model with the sun and the moon above it, the sun and the moon are always completely oversized. They're way too bigger than they should be. 
Okay. And which leads to the question, like, well, how can there be time zones if the sun's that big? Because you have to draw the sun just to make it visible on the model, to make it stand out. <laughs> right. You've got to make it about 2,000 miles wide. Well, yeah. nobody in the community thinks it's 2,000 miles wide. That's the size of the moon. But if you try to draw it 50 miles wide, it's you can't even see it. It's it's almost in you, you literally cannot see it. It's just like a tiny little pinpoint of light that just like looks like a stupid blown pixel. Wow. So I Rob's model, along with everybody else's model, you know, I try to remind even the, every drawing I've ever seen, I'm going, Yeah, I know the sun and the moon. It's not to scale. And it can't right. be. It, it, which doesn't there's nothing we can do about it. So one of the things that I was very um very much interested in is when when you talk about so the 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 snow globe idea, and of course Rob right. touched that on on that uh, in, in the videos that he's mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, did that seem to resonate with you as far as the um, I can't remember the, the, the names of the of the project, but high jump and and, and so forth. But yeah. but the idea yeah, did that yeah, seem to yeah. make sense to you because the timeline was very fascinating as far as when yeah, things we, happened, and then all of a sudden, oh hey, let's let's go to space. Oh hey, let's let's shoot up some yeah. some nukes. You yeah. know. Every move, Rob was really good at picking up on this. He, he in fact, he worked it into a, a bunch of presentations, which I loved. Um, and he had a way of expressing it that was, you know, he he loves, you know, flair for the for putting the bullet point on things. Yeah, yeah. And what he was saying was that, yeah, in nineteen, basically, he he picked up on a thing that I picked up on, which was the night the nineteen fifty nine was the year they started making huge decisions when it came to showing everyone what the world was. So if you found out what the world was, the the concept is, if we didn't even, let me clarify for whoever's listening, we didn't even know, our best and brightest didn't even know what this world was until about 1960, because we just didn't have the tech to search for ourselves. You again, the, my my example from you've been the king of France in 1600, right? With more money than than anyone. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? You got wooden ships. You got horses. What are you going to do? You got nothing. You could have the best map ever. You can't go to Antarctica. You're, you're never going to be able to do anything out there because it is so hostile. Right. So once we got the tech, once the internal combustion engine was invented, and we had our planes, and our planes got better, got pretty better pretty quick. Yeah. All the way up till 1960. If you figure that out, what do you do to what would you do to keep to keep this world hidden? Again, we didn't build it. What would you do to keep this world hidden? And the moves that were made, coincidentally, were in 1959, the Van Allen radiation belts were announced. NASA was founded in 58, right? Wow. The, the 1959, the Van Allen radiation belts were announced which said that nobody should ever go up really, really high because there's a whole bunch of radiation. You're going to die. It's going to kill you dead. Right. And also the outer, the, the, that Antarctica is off the limits. Nobody's going to ever own it. We're going to put a treaty in place and no, no corporation can ever go down there ever. And when you sign a treaty in, let's say, let's just call it 1960. And that says that nobody can even think about going to Antarctica as a corporation until 2040. That, right. That's just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Now it's 2022 right. it's down the road. They're going to, they're going to kick that can down the road. Of course, other things are going to happen before then, of course. but to announce that in 1960 and then hold to it 
I mean, you got to remember every treaty we've ever made in our civilization has been broken. It's broken, right? That's the whole point of treaties. Right. Like you make them, you, you break, and then you certain little little time lapses, it's like ah, we're going to break them. And so all that happens in 1959, 1960, and Rob and and it made sense to him like like it did to me, which was yeah, that's what you would do. You seal off the outer marker and the upper marker. And just hold your breath and see if you can, you know, tie up the loose ends as best best you can. And for a long time, that worked. Uh, they militarized space. Yeah. And then the moon missions by 1972, which was not that much longer. Yeah. By 1972, they said, "Oh yeah, we've already gone on the moon uh, five, six times. It's gotten really, really boring. Nobody <laughs> should even bother. You know, right. just forget about it. Nothing, night, to, nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. Go about your business." And and that's what that's one of the things that I picked up on was the the blue marble shot, the famous blue. That was one of their undoings, which was mm. the famous blue marble shot from 1972, which was taken by Apollo 17, was the only full disc picture of the Earth photograph, supposedly, yeah, taken from the for the entire Apollo program. And then the second picture wasn't even taken until summer of 2015 which was 43 years later. And it's like, why would you, Oh, I get it. You see, you were, you were at that point you were scared. And the longer you waited, the more technology started to, to ramp up and ramp up to where now they're scared to death of the internet crowd because all it takes is some nerd in the middle of Nebraska at 3 AM in his underwear, right. You know, to all of a sudden it's like, Hey, those stars don't line up. I'm going <laughs> to post about this. Right. And they do. And, and then, you know, then it's on there for forever and, and you're, you're busted. So, so, well, okay. Yeah. So let me ask you what, is, what in your opinion is, because when I, when I look at what, what Musk is doing um, <sighs> and I look at the whole idea of privatizing space, right. um, given corporate. So at first it seems like, well, that's you know, uh, there's no way that there could be anything nefarious there because he's looking to he's looking to uh, to monetize on it and uh, and privatize right. it and take it out of the hands of the shady, not to be trusted government. But then again, right. major mega corporations have kind of replaced governments when it comes to certain elements of power. Yeah, uh, and so the idea I'm kind of curious about is is kind of your take on that. In other words, if if that's a thing where he's like, you know what, let's go to, let's go to Mars. You know what, let's do this. <laughs> how, yeah, okay, I, 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 how does that even work from from that perspective of saying, okay, if that's in fact the case, if we're in, if we're in a globe, how the flip would would that seem like it's some sort of a feasible model yeah. uh, of For revenue generation? First off, oh yeah. The first off, every let's let's back it up from 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 the the, the macro, okay. which is every story you have ever read about space when it comes in any media publication. Right. All it is is to reinforce space. Right. That's it. Right. Every, I don't care if it's we're going to Mars or we're reclassifying Pluto or there's this funny spot on Jupiter or Saturn looks weird. All it is, it, you just, the subcontext, you know, like a frequency below everything is you're looking at space because you're on a globe. Yeah. You know, Mars globe, Saturn globe, everything globe. Oh, hey, there's a comet coming globe. You know, if I have to see every freaking month, in fact, I just put one in one of my forums. It's like every month there is a new asteroid that's going to be near Earth every freaking month. <laughs> and you're like, they're not going to say it hits. It's like, why, in fact, you do this enough times, like, why hasn't an asteroid hit Earth? 
Why hasn't a comet hit Earth? Why we have six billion smartphones and no one's taking a picture, you know, any sort of video of a of a rock hitting Earth? Right. It's like, oh yeah, you'll see a crater every once in a while, mm-hmm. but it's like nobody ever sees it. As far as Mars goes, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to refrain from from pulling out all of the other Elon failures. But when he made, I mean, because remember, he, he announced in 2017 that he was going to take tourists around the moon in 2018. Never even started that project. Right. And and I was like one of the first people to just yell at the top of my lungs. It's like, why are you running this story? No one in engineering history could ever run that sort of timeline that fast. Right. He doesn't even have a rocket. Well, Elon and, Elon's timelines are notiously ridiculous. Oh, they're just, as, they're just horrible. They're he just makes... He just throws out these statements. I almost think the government is using him in place of what Zuckerberg was supposed to be. Mm. Now, Zuckerberg didn't start Facebook, and he's just terrible on camera. Right. He's got this deer in the headlights. He cannot talk. No. And Elon can't really talk either. But he makes these short little – I don't even know if he comes up with them or other people. He's like one or two sentences that are so off kilter that I just – I don't get it. Is that when, when he talks about Mars, like, look, even if Mar- even if you could get to Mars – how physics is set up by mainstream science you can't get there it is a even if you it, first off if you could bypass everything that we know about physics and get there it's a one-way trip it, you are done you are it's like oh no we'll build rockets on there and go back it's like uh-huh because <laughs> you're going to build an entire space you know center right there even if you could but the other thing is because again the the, the average person thinks that the solar system is just sitting like a like a dinner plate you know, in in the middle of nothing, and it's not moving. It's like no, supposedly it's flying sideways at half a million miles an hour, which means if you had a rocket and you were going from here to Mars, you'd run into one of those no gravity, the one of those null points, and you would be gone. You would be you, the the solar system would just leave you in the freaking dust, and no, no different than dropping a golf ball out of a car window when it's moving at a high rate of speed. It's like oh yeah, that thing's gonna bounce with you a couple times, right? And then that's it. Yeah. That's it. You know, the car takes off and the and the golf ball slows down and and that's the end of it. So no, every what I what my guess was was they wanted to distract from NASA and create you know it, Na, SpaceX is NASA. They use all of NASA's launch pads. Right. They're they're partially financed by NASA. They've got NASA engineers working on there. It's like where do you think these engineers came from? And they. And they, you know, they land back on NASA. It's like NASA, NASA is direct competition to SpaceX. There is no way you wouldn't have some Senate oversight committee that would jump in. It's like, well, if SpaceX is delivering all this stuff, why do we have to pay NASA $53 million a day? Right. But but no one wants to talk about it. They're just, just they just, you know, it's just the worst footage in the world. And they send them up there. And every, every time <laughs> I bring, they get the, the reason they get away with it is the same reason why uh, the the Apollo missions got got away with it. And that is, especially in America, and I hate necessarily picking, there's too many teachers in my family, but we in the American education system teach people barely anything before they go, they leave and go out to, into the world. Yeah. And that's especially true when it comes to biology and microbiology and chemistry and mm-hmm. physics and engineering. I mean, we don't even, don't even touch the subject on some of those. I mean, they're optional. It is only for the nerds, right? Right. And so when I try to break down like the Apollo missions and why they're so terrible and especially the ISS and why it absolutely does not work. And I've got engineers and all sorts of subject matter experts calling me up. It's like, yeah, there's no way the ISS could do what they say it does. And but again, because I'll give you one. Sorry, one more thing. I know yeah, I ramble. Yeah. No, no, no. Which is when I was over when I go overseas, I ask people, you know, I say, look. 
I know, you know, the Americans, rah, rah, wave the flag. I know why we believe in the moon missions and, and sp- our space program. Yeah. Why do you believe it? People of Sweden, people <laughs> right. of Europe, people of right. Africa. Why do you believe it? They all say the exact same answer, which is, well, because it was on television. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I just get this look in my eye. It's like. Because we would never lie about anything because we don't skew anything on television. But let me throw one more thing. When I was in Egypt, I'll give you a perfect example. When I was in Egypt, I had a bunch of kids that were walking up to me. You know, I was at this, uh, the Queen's Temple and the kids are staring at me like I was, this is way before Flat Earth, years before Flat Earth. And and I asked the tour guys like, what's up with the kids? Why are they staring at me like I'm the Loch Ness Monster? And they go, oh, you're the first American they've seen outside of television. And I go, and so what? (laughs) And they go, they go, well, you know, you're, you're practically a rock star, you know, all the, all the, you know, the, with the American (laughs) lifestyle. Right. And and he he starts going, she's, she starts going on and I go, what television are you watching over here? (laughs) And it's like, well, the only American programs we get to watch are things like Dallas and dynasty Mm -hmm. and Falcon's crest. And you know, all all these movies where all these American wealthy people and their little problems, usually when they're cheating on each other (laughs) and they all live, live in mansions and, and you show enough of those shows to people, the, the, the American myth. I mean, get a member over in the middle East. They still call this the new world. Still. Yeah, to this day, it, it is remarkable. Anyway. That part is remarkable. I was just, you know, one of the it's, things. It's yeah, Galaxy Quest, but all on the same. There you go. Yep, Galaxy <laughs> Quest. I, that was one of my. By the way, thank you for bringing that. One of my favorite lines ever was when they mentioned Gilligan's Island, and all of a sudden the aliens go, "Those poor, <laughs> those people. poor people." Oh my god! Like, oh my god! Yeah, one of my favorite lines is, "Why don't you construct some sort of a rudimentary lake?" That's, which is to me one of the best <laughs> lines ever in film. It was was uh, was when he. Uh, was chased by the by the by the rock monster and uh, and he says. Well, by, by the way, I have watched so many different things where people have said that Galaxy Quest. Funny enough, Galaxy Quest is one of the five best Star Trek movies in history, <laughs> <laughs> even though it is not Star so Trek. I've heard, it yeah, is. I've heard, I've heard that the cast themselves, like the, 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 it's known that, like I think that uh, TNG uh, Next Generation cast. As well, have said how much they uh, appreciate uh, a lot of it. And uh, oh yeah, no, it was, how, it was a gem, absolute freaking gem, and they just nailed it. I was going to ask you something about the uh, when it came to okay, so the proofs are there. You got the you got the not the was not that not the proofs. Uh, what do you call clues? it? Clues. Clues. The flat out clues. Yeah. Um, over time, obviously, this has been a lot of time has passed since since you kind of started out. Seven years ago. Seven years in November twenty fifteen. Four score. Um, Remember it, Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you remember Game of Thrones? Okay, yeah, it's, it's such a throwback. Remember immune systems? <laughs> do you remember that? Oh man, those were those were crazy times. Oh, um, anyway, no, I was gonna say, so. Let me ask you this: um, When it comes to the clues and, and different things um, yeah. over time, because here, here's when it comes to the, to the whole flat Earth thing, we've been uh, we've been just really fascinated by it, and uh, we I, I check I, I guess the way that I would say it is I check in every once in a while and kind of go, sure. all right, what's going on? You know, what's what's happening? Um, yeah. And so over time, have you found that any of these clues or different things that seem to be like, well, here's something that's you know, here's something that 
certainly seems to make sense. Um, over time, um, have any of those ever been kind of reversed after new information no, comes to light? Or no, has, no? Okay. No, that's a good question, by the way. No one's ever asked me that. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You said, nope, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, but so no, so nothing nothing so far no, has been no, like, okay. No, mostly because, um, mostly because they were so basic. Right. That right. it was, it's, it's, they weren't exactly vague, but at the same time, I never told anyone to like run to the beach and, and, and look long distance with high definition cameras. I didn't tell anybody to take a temperature gun right. and start pointing at moonlight. Right. Uh, I, I didn't tell anyone to start breaking down the difference, you know, the, the, the war between, uh, the, a, pre- a vacuum of pressure, you know, the negative pressure of a vacuum versus right. gravity yes. and stuff like that. So the only thing that I and I didn't use it in the clues, but I said it in my first interviews was I was a big fan of the uh, the eighteen hundreds Orlando Ferguson map, mm. and where which was kind of shaped like a roulette table, okay, and you were it was mostly flat, but there were some things, and people almost immediately called me up and they said, okay, you can't use it for two, you can't use that for two reasons. I go, why? They go, first off, it's perfectly flat because we're look we're going to the beach and we're looking over water and it looks perfectly flat. I go, yeah. And they go, the other reason is you can't use a roulette table because all the numbers of a roulette table add up to 666. Oh, and I go, what? <laughs> and it's true. Really? It's absolutely true. Wow, I never it's knew like, that. Really? One to one to 35 or whatever it is? Yeah, that doesn't seem like that could even like, be yeah. true, but I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely Holy true. Cow. So, no, everything else actually did pretty well. The, the one clue that never got... I mean, you know, got a couple of chuckles was when I started saying that the uh, the magma system had to be artificial. Uh, but that's only because I could wrap my hand ar- head around because no sci-fi movie ever really touched on it. On, that's on why what system it, now? Say again. Uh, the magma, the volcano system. Oh, magma. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Molten molten rock has <laughs> to be artificial. And and people say, why does it have to be? I go, why would you leave anything? To, <laughs> you're not going to leave anything to chance. You're not going to make you know everything else artificial. You know, make like a terrarium for your lizard, and then put some deadly, horrible <laughs> liquid metal thing underneath it that could you know completely erupt well, at any point. Well, well, now Mark, I would, but that you know that's just me. I'm, <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be part of. The I'm fun, a sadistic right? some bitch, but anyway, but that's but you know I'm not. Like, we're not we're not going off of what I do. Uh, but but I get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. Walk next to the <laughs> volcano, Mister Iguana. What could happen? Yeah, It'll be it, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Bro, but I, but, I but get no. What everything saying. else. Everything else was fine. People gave me gave me grief for that, but hardly anyone brought it up in, in inter- interviews. So it's like, all right, fine, I'll take it. Were, were there were there some questions that you thought? Because you know, obviously, as this whole thing, because I'm always fascinated by it when it comes to the thought process and how things, how things develop. Uh, were there yeah. any questions that you thought when you were first looking at everything, you go, boy, that's, that's going to be a tough one. And it turned out not being all that tough or vice versa. Things you're like, well, that'll be probably yeah. easy. And then, Ooh, that's actually a little trickier than I was thinking. I, I, for whatever reason, I, I just ran into dumb luck when it came. The, the fact that the, your average person walking around the street is just a mouth-breathing troglodyte yeah. worked it to my advantage as well <laughs> as – I mean, not yes, not only do they not get things, which is why you, know, you, can, you, can, you can throw these new concepts at them, but they don't think – a lot of people aren't three-dimensional thinkers, mm. including me most of the time, sure. which is why – so I, when people say, well, what's the weakest argument of flat Earth? I go, oh, it's got to be the 24-hour sun in Antarctica. 
because it doesn't work with one light source. You've got mm. to have a second light source second or light source. there yeah. can't be 24 hour sun in Antarctica. And no, almost nobody brings that up. Okay. Almost no one. And I've done hundreds of these things and yeah. nobody bring, brings that up because they're, they're stuck on the, the basic stuff, which is, you know, oh, how can there be time zones and boats go over to the horizon and have right. you been on an airplane, you idiot. <laughs> you know, that, that's sort of train of thought. Uh, but that's, that's the only one that, that ever bothered me. You got to remember that before I even made the clues, I had to sit down and think of Everything I would ask, and I, that's what the, the challenge I made myself, which was, mm. I go, I'm not going to even move forward with this unless I've got an answer for basically everything. For right, if, you, if I if I can, you know, think of any question, and I used to, I did, did tech support for years, so I'm I'm pretty good at you know trying to anticipate questions, mm-hmm. and so when I put this out there, I it still felt to me like a like one of those tests you turn in that you think you aced, but you're not quite sure, right? right? You're, you're, you've got that nagging feeling because <laughs> everyone else in the class is still working. Right. <laughs> and you're like, it's like, man, is there another page to this? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, feel and, pretty, I, I feel pretty confident, but I, I don't feel that I'm actually that much smarter than everybody else. You're well, like, you, you, know, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I think I'm smarter than everybody else, but, but I mean, uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't, it, that's a good follow up, which is people have asked me, it's like, are you smarter than Einstein or, or Hawking? You know, people often, right. start, every once in a while, throwing gates, and it's like, how dare you? <laughs> you throw him in here. It's like the man, the man said that 640K was per, plenty of computing power for everybody. Like, oh my God. The, He's um, a genius. uh, which, which was, um, Oh crap! What was my train of thought there? What was the the line? Oh, before uh, this? being being smarter than everybody else. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, that, doesn't that screw up that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, well that, played, that, sir. Yeah, that is proof I am not smarter <laughs> than these guys. No, I'm not smarter than Einstein or or any of the the people that are high level math. The problem is is that they run into the same problem that Tesla described years ago, which was he said that scientists have this horrible nagging tendency to not recheck the work of the person below them. So whereas Neil deGrasse Tyson will come out and say, oh, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. The problem is is that you never actually looked at the giant and see what he was standing on. You never never looked at the footing there. And so what happens is everyone just builds on the shoulders of everybody else and nobody checks the previous work. And so Tesla's argument was when you got up to a certain level, the equations mean nothing. They're just meaningless because the chances of them being right are slim, slim to none. And so, no, I don't have to be because, yeah, some people have, have, have given me crap along those lines. Like, oh, you know, you're saying you're smarter. I don't have to be smarter. No, I go. All I have to do is be, you know, do something original. Think, think about something that they didn't or explore something they didn't. The problem with academics is, is that when you get up to a certain level, you masters in a physical science or Ph.D. or whatever. Yeah. Is that you are so you have spent so much time and so much money getting that education that the only that you're you're locked in you the only thing you care about is your peer group yeah. and being um published right and but we're not talking about book published we're just talking about yeah. you know paper within published. your field within your, your peer, field yeah and the the scariest word for anyone in the academic community is ostracized mm-hmm. if you get up to that level and for whatever reason you make a wrong move yeah, you, you know, your community shuns you. you know, it's a good old fashioned shunning, yeah. and you're you're out. Mm. And so, which is why it's so so tough to get anyone in the academic community to talk to us, to talk to our our circles, because 
uh, they if if they don't I treat it like a like kind of like a boxing match. If you don't knock out Flat Earth in the first round, right? They're not looking at us anymore. They're looking at you. Yep. And they're saying, "Why is Flat Earth still standing? Why haven't you taken care of Flat Earth yet?" And oh, it's way too big of a gamble. On, even yeah. if it's a push. Yeah. Right. Way too they, big of a gamble. That you don't want to be that guy. Right. And we've I have seen people, and you know, where it's like you do not want to be those physicists that get into the the ring with us and and lucky for you know for them neil degrasse dyson doesn't do interviews <laughs> uh, brian cox thinks it's beneath him because well he's british and michio kaku <laughs> just gets just gets angry yeah because he thinks it's 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 like well you're one of those conspiracy people and then he lumps you in with everybody else one of the, yeah it. well because because one of the things when you, it's funny you mentioned the whole thing with uh with magma because um yeah. with and, and I think we can all just take a, a moment and really just think about what I said there and, and how funny that actually is, right? Can we just all laugh at that, that I said that that was funny that you mentioned magma? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, it wasn't actually all that funny, but I'll tell you why. Um, so so there's a, there's a for, with my kids, we have a thing called Brain Pop, which is an app that for, for educational purposes. Sure. And uh, it, it, they, they were going through it, and one of the things that always bugged me a lot was um, whenever they talk about the shape of the Earth. Of course, this all comes... Uh, I had had the problem with this well before, the, the ever looking into Flat Earth at all. Um, but when they started looking into more things about Flat Earth and the whole concept, it just bugged me that much more, which is uh, not clearly stating our profound ignorance in educational literature. So right. the the idea of saying, well, here's here's what the Earth's made of, really, yep, here's here's the crust, uh huh, yep. here's the mantle, yep. uh huh, and here's the core, and that's made of this, right? And we know that because right, and you, you, there's no, of course, there's no response. Well, uh, so we've the, the the deepest we've drilled is less than one tenth of the crust. Right. right. So we we don't we have literally no idea what's beyond there. But no, here's, but, we don't. but but here's the, but it's it, it was stated so definitively right in this th- educational thing that's to my ch- children. Oh, well here's here's what's going on. Now again, yeah. I speculate all you want. I I don't care. But be very clear what that is. It's a yeah. speculation, pure and simple. Yeah. And and I just it was it was so infuriating and then when i now here's another thing that i've always so i tie that in a lot with the whole concept of the stars i remember and this was after first coming across uh, i think your work and a few others uh regarding the flat earth which was uh it was a local news broadcast and a local news broadcast this was the first time so this was be obviously post 2015 so probably 2017 right. somewhere um i saw somebody local broadcast say here is a, a shot of the, uh, the whatever, so whatever, whatever the news story, like you said, about space. Well, yeah. it's, gonna, it's just there to perpetuate the idea of space. Uh, the astronomers have now found this new star that could be in the Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Uh, uh, here it is. And th- this is the raw footage from the telescope. Now, what was that raw footage? It was uh, four pixels. Right. Now, I just remember thinking, <laughs> what the H? Because yeah. because at that point, I'm going, 
Are you freaking kidding me? Are you saying that literally this is what they're seeing? And then, um, so now, from from what you're saying, because I was, that's one of the issues that I've always wanted to have more of a deep dive and confirmation from is, mm-hmm. is that actually what, like the best images that we have from right. the best telescopes, is it is it not, I mean, is that true? From what you know, oh, yeah, 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 that, it, yeah. that it's just it's it, just this it, pixelated. Here's a light, and we know oh, what the and they they talk about how uh, planets or different things that surround this star is because it'll go out for a brief time, and that's a planet going in front of it. That right. literally what they say, and and yeah. and when you when you when it, like if that's actually true, and again I've I I have not I've looked into it a little bit. To try to confirm it, because I'm like, that's some of the most ridiculous shite I've ever seen or heard. But right. if that is actually true, then you're going, why? Why are we listening to anything these people say ever? Uh, it's just, it's, it's so remarkable to me. I did, and that's a wonderful point. The reason why, again, they, they get away with it, and I did a clue on it way later. You know, a lot of people say, oh, why'd you do more clues? Like, people, people didn't really ask for them, to be honest. You know, the, the clues seemed to be enough, and then everyone just ran off in other directions with all sorts of fun new things. Oh. Um, in fact, nobody even bothered to make their own clues. They just <laughs> right. started doing their own thing. <laughs> um, but I made a clue called the Code of Credibility, which I said, uniforms play a big part in our world, the, in, in terms of impressions, you know, yes. uh, it, it's, you can, the old saying, you know, you can tell about a lot about a man by how he's dressed, right. but, but it's, but it's true in that, you know, cops inspire a certain thing and firefighters inspire a certain thing Absolutely. and lab coats inspire oh, something huge. else. Huge. Yeah. If you wear a white lab coat and, and we proved this, I mean, I, I recommended people down in uh, our Los Angeles group. I said, just wear lab coats and, and carry clipboards, go down to, um, the corner of any street, they will talk to you. People will talk to you <laughs> because they think, oh, it's some brainy guy that wants to right. talk to me about something. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll glean some enlightenment off of this well-read fellow. Right. And, but, it, but it's true. And so when it comes to anything that NASA says, anything that they say, it is treated like the gospel. Yeah, because of, the, of science, because that's those are the men. I mean, I have heard tell me so many people tell me it's like, well, you know, they know better than me. They're smarter than me. It's no different than what Elon Musk, even though he's not dressing any differently. It's just a media uniform they're putting on top of him. Right. Where he, you know, people, Elon's got this impression now. It's like, oh, he's he's a freaking genius. He's the new he's the new Stephen Hawking. It's like, where where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, to space exploration and anything that's in the sky, though, yes. They can say whatever they want, and for the most part, people, you know, they make note of the headline. They don't even read the whole article. Right. And they're like, oh, well, look at that. And they don't they, – what they don't do is they don't analyze the, the relevance of the, the data that's being thrown in there. Like a planet being in the, in the Goldilocks zone that might be, I don't know, 100 light years away, 10,000 light years away. doesn't make any difference. If it's even half a light year away, you're not going. Right. No one's no one's going until no one's you going. can come up with faster than light travel. Nothing. No. Nobody's going anywhere. So, okay, okay. You, so you're better off looking for some sort of stargate. Well, and that's that yeah. And so I so that's another thing. I was so from from what you heard because this and I don't know again because I, I literally I no no clue on this one is yeah. the, the 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 pictures that we're seeing obviously yeah. 
when it comes to, to planets, it's just a complete and total joke, which is, oh, yeah. uh, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. a complete there, artist there rendition. Are wonderful, there um, are wonderful videos about NASA. There's a whole art department in NASA. Hmm. And sometimes they subcontract out. And, and they're, it's not a, even a secret. They will take the data, the raw data, the, right, what they say is the raw data, yeah. and they will shoot it. Even that's, you know, you got to question that. And they send it off to an art department. They say, okay, we would like this zone to give this sort of impression. Yeah. You know, with these sort of colors, maybe a little glossy, maybe a little nebulous, depending on what, you know, and, and that was the same. Because, again, the, why wouldn't you? The, the, the old... Uh, the, the, the saying, which I love, I love using, which is Mark Twain, which is never let the truth get in the way of a good story, Right. Yep. which is you're going for ratings. <laughs> right. The media over the last 50, 60 years has changed from news reporting to be, mostly because of competition to straight up. We've got to entertain you or we're going to lose sponsors. And that applies to everything. So we've got to make space look sexy. We've got to make it interesting. We've got to come up with, we, you know, all these different stories to, to drag you in. Mm. And at the same time, the government completely endorses it because it reinforces space. It's, it's a very symbiotic relationship and it works mm. for the most part. I mean, again, the, the, the Tesla Roadster in space, a great example of it, right. which was this red convertible in space. People are seeing the shots, the, the live feed, and they're not even questioning the physics. You're, it's like there's no yeah. way. It's like that car. Nothing's happening to that car at all. The windows don't spiderweb. Nothing melts. Nothing detonates from pressure differences. Yeah. No, nobody questions that. And it's perfect camera work, perfect transmission until the second they turn it off and send it to Mars. They just turn it off. It's like, well, the battery was going to run out anyway. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and supposedly it's on its way to Mars. And it's like, yeah. And, and, the, and the car supposedly came straight from Tesla's garage. And oh, just throw me. I mean, I was so infuriated when I I was in Canada when that thing happened, and okay. someone sent me the shot, and I remember saying I was accusing like Jaron or Bob from Globusters, you know, of, of making it. it's like who made that shot, and then they come back and say, no man, that's a live feed, and I go and. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, what? That's a that, li- yeah. You, you, are you kidding me? That's a live feed of BS right there. Or or one more real quick, which is the Red Bull jump where. It, it, the the curvature was so severe in all the pictures that it made it look like even Neil deGrasse Tyson came out and said, oh, it's scientifically dishonest. And I asked producers, I go, why are you running this shot? Right. I go, it's absolutely, unless the the world is the side of, size of New Mexico, it doesn't make any sense. And they go, <laughs> they go, yeah, but it's a good image. I was yeah. like, They're uh, looking at it from an extreme sports uh, yeah. video. Like, hey, check out this cool skateboarding trick. Yeah. Lens. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but, but we cool. don't yeah but you don't want yeah. to tell people that in the article no. No. yeah yep. interesting thing you pointed out about tesla's um the actual tesla not the fraudulent company yeah tesla. yeah yeah not uh, not uh, by the way that's going to happen pretty soon he's going to change his last name to tesla but go ahead oh, <laughs> it's his grandson i'm sure yeah i'm sure uh, uh you said that they're standing on the shoulders of giants they don't look at the shoulders that they're standing on yeah uh one of the things that me and uh cap have looked into is um where did that theory come from and all the way back to the math i think it was rupert sheldrake was it that said it he was talking about they couldn't figure out a certain point so they all agreed that that was going to be the answer to the math 
Yeah. It was um, it was scientific um, consensus. It was like, all right, so we're going to go and we're going to build on this. And if they do that too many more times or any times at all, by the time you get to wherever we're going, there's nothing that's even legitimate there anymore. Yeah, Rupert, yeah. Rupert Sheldrake said something to the effect of there was there was a, a problem with um, uh, something that they were basically um, – there was an inconsistency with a certain rate – of light sure. and uh, or the or the movement of, of it and it, they could it, it was said to be a constant but it was not in fact and then in fact they so when he went to look at it look at the details and nobody else really did uh, he goes we're getting these uh, discrepancies uh, and it was yeah, of course he was at in uh, I think it was at Cambridge if I'm not mistaken but basically where they make the you know the weights and measurements the in other words here, here here's where the the fo- the foundation is laid of what, what we know this to be. And yeah. when they said, well, he goes, well, we're getting this and this and this and this. We're getting at least uh, seven, eight or more uh, different numbers and different values for this particular measurement. And they said, he goes, yes. He goes, well, how did you ever get that reconciled? He goes, well, we goes, well, we fixed it. And he said, yeah. well, well, what do you mean you fixed it? He goes, well, we agreed that it was just going to be this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I go, well, that's... Uh, that's something. Um, yeah, kind of <laughs> like when when Van Allen, after he announced the the radiation belts in 1959, mm-hmm. when Kennedy, you know, Kennedy comes out a few years later, screws everything up and says, you know, we choose to go into the moon this decade, you know, right? And and then they have to go back to Van Allen. It's like, yeah, how are you guys going to get through that, right? Right. And he's like, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go real fast. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> That's your line. By the way, <laughs> I, I, I snuck a picture into Skype for you there. Yeah, I uh, saw that. What, which what is, is that? an interesting shot that most people don't know. You know, that their people are connected. So, like, in the dead center, you'll see Albert Einstein. This is 1921 outside, I believe, the um, uh, the RCA um, transfer station out in New York. Oh, yeah. So that's Albert Einstein, you know, right there, almost dead center. Yep. But right behind him, over his left shoulder, that's Tesla. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And of course, I'd love. I'm gonna have to look this up. I'd love to know who the super villain is in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that guy is certainly certainly has that look. I yeah, it's <laughs> like coroner from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, for, for I, I, sure. It's like I, it's like I'd like to see that guy's lab. <laughs> you know, that's one of those secret files. It's more of an problem. underground lair. He, he um, was in a. He was probably in a Hellboy movie, which was never made. <laughs> was never made. Yeah. Um, well, see, one of the things um, I, I was very, very curious about, and I wanted to get to uh, a few other things, and we've um, enjoyed the conversation thus far, and of course, things sure. time flies. But, yeah. um, okay, one of the things that comes up. Here we um, go, here we go. Here we go. Here, here we go. More, it's more yeah. Dolly Parton. No. Um, it's, so, uh, <laughs> it's just, we're, we're a... And you, you wouldn't have known this. There's no way for you to know this part. But we're a very uh, Dolly Parton-oriented type of show. No, um, why wouldn't you be? And why wouldn't you be? Come on. Um, no, so when it comes to uh, the Flat Earth movement, um, there's, there, there seems to be uh, a big thing when it comes to uh, the, the, the prominent voices, right, who are out there yep. and who are saying their things. And then it comes to the... Um, the division that happens, sure. and and I always I'm always curious about that, and I find that fascinating. One, just because why in the world why in the world would there be uh, much division, 
if you're already going to be one of the most ridiculed groups of people um, in the in the world uh, at that point, yeah. um, if if that's something that you're deciding to go with. But I'll, I'll just I'll just put it this way. Um, I I just heard uh, uh, before this I heard an interview that you did, um, and you were referring to uh, Eric Dubay and Eric Dubay. According to that one, and this was, I'm not sure exactly how long ago this one was recorded, but on that interview, you said that you haven't actually officially ever spoken with him. Is that A, is that still true? Yes. Okay. Um, And then B, can you please tell for our audience um, your account? of your first encounter with the personage with the personage of Mr. Dubay oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, his yeah. cohorts or whatever you would prefer and what so, what they asked and, and, and asked of you and, and, and told you because I thought that was yeah. a very fascinating fascinating so thing. Almost immediately I mean you gotta remember when I started getting into this there was not a lot of flat earth content out there. And I was focusing most of my stuff I was focusing was on Matt Boylan uh, from Montreal, Canada at the time. Yeah, otherwise known as Math Powerland. Because oh, okay. that's change your name to and i'd done like my third interview it was just a small podcast you know early on i hadn't done anything yet i'd done coast to coast i hadn't done anybody and somebody from eric's camp from the the website ifers you know international flat earth research society uh got a hold of me on eric's behalf and said yeah eric's not very happy with you he he wants you to make some changes for your for your next interviews um eric's not very happy with you <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Eric's not very happy with you again. The the supervillain thing. It's like I'm am I talking to a mob henchman? What, what's happening? Yeah, and, and his and I'm sorry, and his people. Uh, what does that even mean? Yeah. Well, he's got well at he he has loyal followers that manage a lot of his stuff when it comes to online content. Okay. They are huge, they are rabid supporters. I mean, yeah. they go into every video I make and make comments. They go into every chat room, live chat room that I'm on, and they make comments. Every time his channel is burned down, they build it back up. He's got more subs than I do, and his channel's been burned down at least twice that I know of Wow, for hate speech, okay. right? All right? And so when he went, but I didn't know who he was at the time because n- nobody right. n- nobody knew anybody that was yeah. doing Flat Earth because Flat Earth wasn't a thing at the yeah. beginning of 2015. And, and I remember doing this interview, and they say, okay, first off, you've got to, what was it? You have to stop... You lose using the Orlando Ferguson map, like which I ended up not using, which was fine. But the other thing is, is you 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 can't mention Crow Triple Seven anymore when it comes to moon footage. Yeah, what was and that about? Going, what? Why not? It's the best footage out there, and yeah. he really wouldn't let go of that. To where I mean, and I don't know why. You don't, don't know why? Know what the, what the, exactly the reason was? And you know, something along the lines of his of Crow's affiliations and. And it's like, what? Look, I go, I, and I tried to tell his people. I was like, look, I'm going to use the best moon footage that's out there. I go, if you can find something better than crows, by all means, shoot it to me. <laughs> and nobody, nobody right. did. Well, you, well, you, I mean, it's understandable that you'd want to say that to his people. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> just the fact that he has people. Yeah, the fact that I, he has people. And it's, just, it's just so bizarre. It's just so bizarre people. to me. Um, he's... I, he, he's one of those. Uh, he's a blessing and a curse yeah. in that the 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 lucky thing about us is is that he is stuck in Thailand. I don't know exactly why, but I heard from a very reliable source who talked to him directly mm-hmm. that he won. He was part of a class action lawsuit against a government 
contractor years ago uh-huh. where he got, I don't know, a couple hundred grand in cash, right? Settlement. Mm. And he's used that money. This is back in the, I think in the nineties mm. and went to Thailand. Cause your money goes a long way in Thailand. You know, you can, you can set yourself up, especially if you're going to be a yoga instructor and, right. and all this stuff. You, you can, you can write your own ticket over there. Oh, yeah. If you, if you want to live in Thailand mm. and, but something kept rattling around his head to where he thought, or he still does. He thinks he's on a no fly list. Okay. And that can be problematic if you're in Thailand because if you if you think you're on a no fly list and you come over to the states to visit your family or whoever, yeah. And you now are on a no fly list, how are you getting back to Thailand? Do you go up to Vancouver, Canada? Do you go down to Mexico City? Right. How exactly do you get out of the, you know, you have to go to another country just to get back to your own country unless you want to take a long boat. Right. Over to Thailand, that, yeah. that would take a couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah, so that was that was my experience with it's, Eric. It's I mean, an, well, and it's the thing is, if he is one of the most articulate people and individuals out sure. there that I've seen and yeah. and heard, and the stuff that he puts out, I'm like, well, that's that's very compelling. Oh yeah, puts out um, a lot of good content. He does. Did he yeah. have any? Did he have any influence on you before you made the clues? No. No, I, I literally did not know who the guy was. You hadn't heard of him. The only, the only guy who had influence on me was was um, Matt Boylan. And only in that I got one of those weird chills up at the back of my neck when I was listening to the only coherent video that Matt ever made because he was sober in one exactly one video. Chills where, or shills? What was that? Ch- chills. Chill, chills. Chills. Oh, That's chills, funny. Chills. By the way, thank you. Yeah, I see what you did there. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I got I got a shill that went up the back of my spine. <laughs> so, Which is a follow-up question, but we'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, but when Eric, when when Matt was talking about his, his NASA party story, which was was put into the documentary, and I believe it because it's 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 a per, I mean, it's a great twilight zone episode the way it was framed Mm. and there was no embellishment on his part he just his his girlfriend at the time just sat him down on a morning it's like you're sober record this go Mm. yeah (laughs) and um and that was the only one that influenced me nobody else was out there i mean the um, (laughs) eric Dubay. i I didn't i literally did not know who he was until i was contacted by his people the the people thing is just it just it's such a it's such an odd thing to me and and and, and to make i don't don't have people that go around to every uh, single video that that other people make and just start making comments and they all say the same thing it's like you should have interviewed eric dubay my god if i had a nickel for every time i saw that posted somewhere oh yeah well i've often yeah yeah. yeah. i've often said uh well i mean for example (laughs) because to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a, it's been a long time since I've kind of gone into that aspect of it. But yeah. Eric Dubay was kind of one of the first, if whatever, to 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 name you as a shill. Correct? Is that one of the, yeah? In 2015, okay. I mean, it's still out there. Is it okay? It's a 2015 post on his Eifers forum called Wall of Shame, <laughs> and I am number one with a bullet. Wow. And, I, and, yeah. and I'll, let me throw out one more thing real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't undersell his. I can't oversell his influence here, which was in the documentary, which was kind of glossed over this part, which was he was telling people, he told like uh, ODD TV, you know, a bigger channel, mm. um, that that I was a government agent and and that no one that listens to ODD TV should go to the conference, the first one in Raleigh, North uh, Carolina. Mm. And 
there was this part, and you got to remember, there were at least 150 seats in the back of that thing, maybe 100, 150, that were empty, but sold. Meaning they convinced people that had already paid. It was a non-refundable conference. Wow. <laughs> to just abandon their money and not go to the conference because we were, you know, if you went there, you Seriously. were obviously going to be surveilled by, by the government. Right. It's like, it's like, wow. And, and, and the only reason he wasn't one more thing, the only reason he wasn't in the documentary is because of the whole anti-Semitic thing, uh, where the producers, this is, once yeah. they found that out, there was just, you could hear the pen crossing him off the list. Alex Jones, uh, has a thing that he said over many years, um, about David Icke. And yeah. that was uh, early on, um, you know, I'm all on board with whatever David Icke says. But then there's, you know, he gets to that one point and then it's just a turn in the punch bowl. And, and that's a pretty good impression, by the way. That's uh, not that good. But, but the, but the, the thing with, I just remember going to his site at one point and I'm, yeah. you know, casually going through. No, okay. Yeah. So that's why well, that's, those are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. things there, the proofs and. And then uh, something about what the, what the Jews, what the H? And I just remember going, I was like, are you serious? And just, it, was, it was such a shock uh, to, to see, and it reminded me of the whole turd the punch bowl thing. I'm like, well, that's well, exactly what Eric did. Good Eric, Lord. Eric would make video after video. It's like flatter, flatter, you know, 15 flatter videos in a row, and then, and then a video. It's like, how, why Adolf Hitler is the greatest man in the world? We need, and, we need a purifying wind. What? And it wasn't short either. Right. It was four <laughs> hours long. And it's like, what are you doing? And so where I had producers calling me up. I mean, oh, remember, man. there was a whole bunch of producers that want to talk to this guy. And they all said they said the same thing. It's like, look, you've got to make it clear to him that he will never be spoken to by anyone right. because you know the, the Jewish community has a huge influence in the entertainment industry. Right. They, just, they always have. Right. And it, it were in media. Right, and, right, And that's very true. No one, with the exception of Eddie Bravo, mm. ever really interviewed him for anything major. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, as, as, as uh, I remember one of my favorite uh, Norma Donald bits when uh, his joke about... Um, Brando, he's like uh, saying that, uh, <laughs> saying that he that the Jews ran Hollywood, and he, Brando oh. made it a made an apology to the Jewish community, and they uh, accepted it and made a statement that he's free to work in Hollywood again. Anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, but, anyway it's a, but no, well, but 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 it's a, it's an interesting thing because I think when you you know something like that, um, yeah. and this kind of goes into the other question that I had when you look at the thing with, with shills, do, do yeah. you think, because, look, Eric seems to be the, the greatest candidate, yeah. just if, it, from, a, from a preliminary scan of, right. the, of the environment, seems to be the greatest candidate for what would be, I, I would categorize as a shill, whatever that would mean, um, just, just because of the things he's saying and, and the sowing of division and then putting the obvious... Uh, right. Toward the punchable thing there, but uh, but let me ask you this: um, having been kind of the you know one of the founding members of kind of what's going on in this movement now, right. uh, being right. uh, since 2015, do you think there are actual shills that are out there and 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 so forth? Is that something that you think actually exists? No, I know I, you're not the first person to ask that, and okay. and no, and and by the way, I don't. I don't even think Eric's the, the most likely candidate. Um, really, he, uh, I don't. I don't think he's a shill. He's just an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's just. There's nothing. <laughs> he's, he's just one of those. But, guys but, but, you, that, but you think he actually? That's something that you actually believe. Like he's. 
You think he's legit? He legitimately believes all those things that he's purporting. As, oh, yeah. but, but when it comes oh, yeah, to the, yeah, yeah. okay, and he's all right. Not, like he's the the anti-Semitic community is is big out there, and I mean, the first people first want to tell people, I go, look, you got to look at the positives, and 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 people, yeah, they get they get. There's some envy because look, the, the the Jewish community has two very very strong traits. One is banking, obviously. Right. right. The other is they have a, a very very keen sense of entertainment. Yeah. Always have. They right. know what works. They yeah. they can look at something. I mean, you remember like the creator of Seinfeld wasn't really Seinfeld. It was Larry David. Larry David. Right. And the the running joke was if you could make him laugh, mm-hmm. you knew you knew you had something there. Yeah. Um. You combine that sort of money with that sort of keen entertainment, that's basically one plus one equals producer. That's that's all it is. <laughs> right, just, right. There's just tons of them. There's tons of them out there in, <laughs> in every level of entertainment. When it comes to is are there any shills in the community? No, because there doesn't have to be. Um they they realized there was enough infighting with egos and people that just didn't want to play well with others and let's not share our toys. Sure. That and could there be could there be government people that are inside? Sure. Are they part of the speaking tour? No. Are they making any content? No. Okay. Uh, they they don't have to. Uh, the um, I have never met anyone in the speaking tour. They get found out too quick. You think so? Because eventually, which was why I've been accused of many, many things, it's like eventually you're going to have to, if you want to derail Flat Earth, you have to go off-road. Yeah. You, you take them up to a point and then you'd be like, and we're, and where, what road would you go? Mm. The only person that I even thought remotely, and I put this in the book, um, uh, that I thought was suspicious was Patricia. Not because I thought she was a government agent, mm. even though she would be the perfect candidate to be hired for some sort of <laughs> alphabet group. Right. Um, it's because her backstory was just so damn weird. Mm. You know, she, you know, she just made no sense. You're referring to P- Patricia Steer, is that right? Yeah, Patricia Steer. Okay. I mean, she was, I mean, plus, you know, she eventually left the, um, the, the whole. I've only, I've only thought that every single time I ever heard her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She is, well, I mean, one she 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 dealt with a lot, a lot more than other people. I mean, she was a triple threat. She was, she was a she was she was attractive. She was rich, and she was Jewish. Right. right. Yeah. She was. I mean, you couldn't have asked for any worse things. You know, attract, <laughs> I'm sorry, attractive woman. And yes. Rich and Jewish. Yes. Yes. She would always go. It's a conspiracy. Like yes. like it's like a, a trendy uh, flip flop or something. <laughs> she's but, plus, also don't forget that she never made a single flat Earth video. Not one. Oh, is that right? She she interviewed people for for flat Earth, but mm. she never made a, a flat Earth video on her own. Now I know she wasn't really super tech savvy, so she could, I suppose, blame that. But she also was the type of person that would absolutely, you know, have people do their home her homework for her. So she could have had people make videos for her if she wanted, but she never ever did. No, no, she's. I mean, I spent a lot of time with her, and every time I was with her, it's like, man, I don't. I just still trying to. I mean, it was like. She was, uh, and, and I know she's heard this before, which is, uh, it's like you took an alien and you just put him in a box with a pile of money and some DVDs and just dropped him on the ground and let him go. And she <laughs> pops out and, and runs off and, and does her own thing because, you know, she was, she never really had to, do, I mean, yeah, she owned uh, her own clothing store and stuff, but that was with her own money and she inherited a, a bunch of money and uh, she was just so weird. Well, the, oh, in the composition of people, uh, so like obviously you have egos, definitely are kind of a thing. 
um, I think, and for everybody, obviously. But when you when you start getting into anything, even the, be the UFO community, uh, any kind of conspiracy movement, um, yeah. there's just a thing of, well, I need to be heard. And I think part of that can go to the fact that just, well, I, you know, I would love to do this full time. And right. uh, to do that, I need to be seen and I need to be heard and I right. need my stuff to be valued. So right. I, okay. So if that means, uh, you know, well, somebody else says something that might be a little more uh, acceptable or maybe a little more believable or might be a little yeah. more well put together. Well, if I can, you know, maybe uh, eh, throw a little shade over here uh, because sure. then I, I might be, maybe I'll be, you know, to more conferences. I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying just the whole ego thing seems to definitely be, Something oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, going to yeah. be I there. Mean, don't, I mean, don't forget, corporate espionage exists for a reason. Because right. That when when you get to a certain competitive level, everyone, yeah, it, it, you've got people fighting for the same stage light, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yes. some people graciously will will share with others, and other people is like, no, it's going to be mine. The the Matt Boylan thing from the movie where he demanded. I mean, everybody else was absolutely on board doing the stuff in the documentary, but he's like, no, I want money up front. I want percentage of the gross and I want Mark condemned (laughs) during the movie as being a government agent slash Hollywood producers slash. I don't know what, what else he he was accusing me of, but, but yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, ODD. I have not heard any of those. Like, you know, like I said, I've, because uh, we don't, I'm not as. Oh, I've been it. accused. I've been accused of. I, I read a list. It was one of my things at the end of the conference. Uh, in fact, it's one of the outtakes for the movie, where I was. Where, I mean, I was accused of so many different things, and I couldn't convince people otherwise, because like, like here's a no good deed goes unpunished, <laughs> which didn't make sense to me for a while, but now I know. Um, where someone says, "Hey, I want to make a web page for you," uh, I think it was MarkSargent.com or MarkKSargent.com. And uh, I'll, I'll split the money with you. I'll make it a pay site. It's like great. Do I have to do anything? No. Just make a couple links to your uh, your thing. Maybe maybe some ex- make some of your videos exclusive to the website, and I'll take care of the rest. It's like great, fantastic. And then, but he was using this template to make the the website that was that predated Flat Earth. Okay. By like five years. And but he again, that was just a template, right? The templates, you know, templates can go back as old as the computer. Right. And he, and people looked into that. And it's like, oh my god. This this must mean the creator of web the uh, the website has got the, whose name was um, Joe Real. Okay, that's got to be Mark Sargent, oh. and and it's, which means because he was a Hollywood producer or a, a small time producer in San Diego. It's like no. In fact, I had to drag Patricia, Patricia had me drag him on our show just so that two of us could be in the same room. Right. Oh wow. And and then they they as soon as that as soon as like oh well it's got to be this guy. Ralph Real, his father, right? The the other guy, Ralph Real. That's who Mark Sargent is. He's Ralph Real. It's like when we prove that. It's like then they just moved down the list. It's like okay, well, he's obviously the vice president, uh, Dennis Sluka, and they just kept. Wor- it's like no matter what answer you gave them, as long as people like Eric and and ODD and it's like as long as they kept you know s- staying the course and saying, oh, Mark's an agent. Mark's an agent. People just made the narrative fit. However, however, they saw it. I was like, all right. Well, one of the things so that you're saying, yeah. o- ODD said that too. Well, yeah, but only because of Eric. But then I, you, ODD, whatever, whatever Eric, that you're not is that you just posted the next level video, which is ODD. I know, I know. Which I, is I, a great I, video. I, 
I know. I, 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 I do that because it's like, look, I've got nothing against these guys. If you want to call me stuff, that's fine. I, I've, what's that line from, from Ghostbusters? It's like, it's like, I don't care. I got people lining up to abuse me. It's like, right. you want to, you want to do this? Fine. Go ahead. I go, I'll still, you know, post your stuff because I don't care. Yeah, I go, yeah. I'm not accusing you of stuff. I'm going to be the better man. I'll do this. Uh, and yeah, and OD, by the way, they never even asked me to be part of it. Fine. Great. <laughs> I lit, I go, literally just found, on. I just literally watched that video and I, I bought it. I went ahead and bought it. Why? Because it was on your site. Oh, thanks. I, 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 I went, I went there and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so I went to their, went to the link and then they said, oh, well you can get the, you know, whatever the high quality, but I'm like, okay, well I'll support people who are doing good stuff. So yeah, there yeah, you go. I, you know, does, does wonderful work and, and, and he, he makes a one big video at least every, at least once a year and he's done great stuff. I, you know, and one of the things I've always appreciated about you is, um, um, is the fact that you don't necessarily, in other words, look, I'm, I, you know, what am I, I, I kind of like, like me, I don't have anything bad to say about somebody if, if you you know if you're if you're going to ask me specifically about something which right. we which we did on this show we right. asked you specific okay here's here's your encounter with eric dubay uh right. here, here's something that can you just please tell us kind of what your experiences were outside of that i've never once heard you go out of your way to say have any kind of a unkind word about anybody and that's one of the things that um i've always appreciated about you and i think long term um i think that's one of the things that's definitely going to follow you as your legacy is the fact that, look, whatever you think, if you agree or disagree, um, Mark is, is one of the nicer guys out there. Thank um, you. And uh, uh, the fact that, that you know, and that's just, that, that leaves, for people such as myself, that leaves a huge, huge impact and uh, impression. Um, well, thanks. I mean, again, I, I try to stay the course and that, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think of anybody as an enemy. Uh, in fact, even Eric, even though he's condemned me and I made his wall, you know, his big, his, his, <laughs> Nixon, his Nixon style enemies list. Right. It's like, it's like, look, I, in fact, I, I've said on air many times, like, look, make flat earth videos all you want. Your other personal biases, just make another channel. Right, right. Do something else because every time you do it, you're missing opportunities. Maybe under a different name, maybe under a different picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. It's like, it's like I get it. You got strong feelings towards it, which is why I made my my now infamous speech about the Eskimos about how much I hate them. You know, I, I it's like I you know their 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 building techniques are dangerous. Their their animal cruelty is off the charts, and I think their sense of clothing is horrendous. It's it's and, questionable at best. It is. It's very. It's very questionable, and I and I hate them. And and my point is, does my never quenched burning hatred of the Eskimos have anything to do with flat Earth? Right. No, it doesn't. No. So why would I talk about it? Right. <laughs> why Why would I include it in any any of my channels? I don't. So uh, which when you know, try, me trying to be cute, right? Saying, look, just do your own thing. You be you, but don't bring it into our community. And he again, he missed out on a lot of stuff. He could have, he could have been, and I don't, you know, even to this day, he, he will not, he will not change his mind. He just like, nope, that is me, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you something real quick without going into another five hours to explain it, if you can. Yeah. That I heard from Dubay for the first time, and obviously we've looked into it since then. Dinosaurs, yes or no? <sighs> yeah. Yes. 
but 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 not in the way. Well, I I try to say this because there's so many in our community. It's like oh, they just keep following yeah. David Weiss's lead. Well, it's like oh no, they can't be real. Do I think there are giant lizards around? Sure. Do I think they're from millions of years ago? No. Which is why I bring in the whole coelacanth argument. Which is coelacanth, everyone's like 70 million years extinct, and then it's like, okay, except for the ones that are swimming around Africa right now. Except for those. And then I, <laughs> then, which is why I bring up like the Loch Ness Monster. Love the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. And I say, are there plesiosaurs swimming around deep water lakes like this one in Scotland? And they say, no. I, they go, why? Because they've been, they've been extinct for at least 100 million years. Oh, you mean like that fish over there? The one that you were absolutely right. dead, dropped dead wrong. <laughs> right, right. So... But do I do? I, but I do think the carbon dating system is so screwed up. It is. I go. Yeah, it's not even remotely accurate. So I do. Do I think there were big things? Sure. Do I think that some of them could have been manufactured for the narrative's sake? Yeah. Why not? I mean, hey, museums. You know, curators need Porsches too. So <laughs> that's true. Man, I've. I've. Yeah, and he, if I. If and, I yeah. had. If I had one hundred million dollars for every time I've said that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd. I'd have yeah. a lot of money. Um, not not so, necessarily so, not necessarily I, because not necessarily because I haven't said it a lot. I just want way more money than saying it for like a nickel each time. No, um, what, by the way, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it. Look, I like dinosaurs. I like the idea of dinosaurs. Like dinosaurs. Would yeah. I bet my freaking life on the concept? No, right? No, I wouldn't. Yep. But uh, but I do think. I mean, come on. There's some big things. You know, cryptozoology. There's stuff all over the place. You know, the the yeah. giant panda was a myth. Giant anaconda was a myth. The giant squid, which is very deadly, but you know that we've still never caught one of the big ones ever. And we're never going to. Yeah. Um. Or, or what? Here's one I throw in every once in a while, which is I believe there's a big species. You can look this up. Um. Of of cobra. I call it the um, Goliath cobra. Which is, I think there's some species out there that some some guy in a pith helmet <laughs> walks up to, and it's like, oh wow, look at that! And he tries to write it down in his journal, and well, that's the last you ever hear from him. And so it's never it's never discovered. Right. So I think that happens all the time. Yeah, I think so. But that's so true. I think so many things that are that are uh, you know that 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 are going going to be documented for the first time. Right. They're right. not going to be documented. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> You're going to be dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those are the last <laughs> words of many an explorer. So, okay. So, one of the things that we uh, love to talk about and and uh, shoot the breeze and chew the fat and any number yeah. of other uh, phrases um, would be uh, when it comes to UFOs. And um, one of the things that I've that we have speculated on, and yeah. when it comes to the idea of let's say we're in an enclosed, and this is one of the things that that also gets me is. Um, and where I would say, I, at least I, me personally, I kind of parted ways with some of the things with, uh, with, with, with Skiba. Um, and so a lot of people in the Christian realm would uh, look at that as, well, these are all, you know, it's a, it's a demonic force when it comes to UFOs. And when it comes, these are things that are demonic and they're very spiritual and, and, and so forth. And I have no problem um, with, uh, you know, with looking at those particular theories. Uh, one of the things that uh, got me, though, is if if you're basing stuff on, if you're basing your ideas on the fact that we just can't know certain things, and I, I, that's so critical to me. Right. When anything, there's, there are certain things we just can't know, right. um, and we do not know. Uh, so w- when I look at, like, okay, build a theory, of course, hypothesize all you want. That's the beauty of it. That's what's so fun. 
Um, but when it comes down, it's like, well, okay, we think this because so we don't think that it actually can be aliens. Um, but you know, because of uh, you know, um, well, the whole thing's enclosed, so it's, it's got to be some other kind of a thing. Well, I look at it, and I know I want to get your take. The way that I kind of look at it is, well, of course, there could be people coming from other places. Outside, sure. doesn't does this mean that we're the only dome? In other words, if if this is an enclosed system, it would stand to reason that it was created by something. Yes. And if it's an enclosed system that's created by something, that means stuff exists outside of this enclosed system, and that there's a very good possibility that there are other systems. And sure. the fact that something, uh, the idea that there could be some sort of an entrance uh, and a way to get in and out of this system would also make yeah. sense. Um, yeah. And so I've kind of looked at that as saying, look, the thing that gets me about so many of the things, well, we're from the, we're from the Pleiades. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, we're from uh, Dracor. Okay, well, whenever I hear them saying, when I say them, I mean people talking about, well, this is, you know, we've heard this you know, telepathically or whatever, you, you, or, you right. know, we, we, from, we're, we're communicated with from these beings that are right. extraterrestrials. And the thing that always kind of gets me that I'm a little more leery about is when they say, well, this is from this group of, of uh, aliens, and they, and they hail from this star system. And I'm like, well, but that entire thing seems to be kind of fake to me. And yeah. so, but, of course, then I think to myself, is it just a way of them kind of saying, uh, all right, <laughs> our... Our existence, uh, if you point up to where that batch of lights is, uh, we're kind of over there. Like, sure. I don't know if that, it could be that. I don't know. Like, if you go outside of your system, our system is, uh, uh, you know, up and to the left. Take, yeah, there take, you go. You know, uh, it's, oh, it's over it's here. Another, take it to the left. Another lake. dome over there that looks like a batch of lights shining through the right. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who, who knows, you know? Yeah, you, you always the, say the uh, yeah. planetarium thing, too. Right, yeah, yeah and again, the idea—the idea of it being, well, well, it has to be something from here. Aliens have to be something that w- that's within the system because this is a system that's enclosed. Right. What's your take on that? Do you think that that's that has to be? Do you think it could be outside of the system? Where Where do you land on that? It could be. It could be either. I'm a big fan of. I mean, I could go really, really with either. Which is the old question: Are they? Are the, uh, first off, is there other things flying around up there that aren't us? Yeah, all yeah, the time. I absolutely. mean, I've seen it with night vision binoculars. It is amazing to see what's up there. I mean, the sky is crawling with stuff. They are not satellites, and they are not us. Yeah. Uh, the question is, are they trapped in here with us, or are they coming from outside, or could they be both? Mm. To, to be honest, um, either way, uh, I'd like to say that they're probably both. Because there's old remnants of civilizations that are that are running around here, and I'm not trying to you know, conflict with anything biblical. Right. But I mean, come on, there's sunken cities off of Japan, sunken cities off of India, yeah. the Bosnian pyramids, the real pyramids, Bimini Road, Puna, Puma Punku, and so on and so on. Detroit, Michigan. Um, yeah. The what? Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's all sorts of weird places that uh, that where older civilizations uh, have have been before us. I mean, heck, if we want to go biblical, the, the Tower of Babel was a whole nother civilization. People say, oh, no, it was part of ours. Like, no, it wasn't. Mm-mm. No, that was a whole nother, whole nother group. So, but could they have come, been coming in and out? Yeah, it's possible. Sure. What I can say, though, pretty confidently, is that whoever it is that's, that's doing this, is it possible that they're lying, you know, or exact, stretching the truth on their side? They've probably been told the, the same prime directive. There seems to be protocols put in place. Yeah. Meaning, 
you're not allowed to just land in the middle of, I don't know, Indiana and come out and start taking selfies and signing autographs <laughs> and, and doing all that because it would screw so many things up. Right. And if anyone has any doubts about that, look up the, one of my favorite examples to give, which is um, the, the 1561 Nuremberg event, which was the, the greatest UFO city, sighting, public sighting of all time which is two giant factions show up on a beautiful, clear April morning over Nuremberg, Germany, just start hammering at each other like the sharks and the jets. And for an hour, and to where, you know, the sketch artists are out there, they're drawing the whole thing, having their schnitz and glubin and toast. And then after an hour, a third faction shows up in, the, in between them and, and makes them scatter and just raises all these questions like, okay, who are these first two guys? Why were they fighting here? Who was these? Th- who was this third faction? Why were the other two? You know, were they the cops? Were they the UN? But the part that threw me at the end was like, what sort of response time is an hour? Yeah, it's like I could shoot a gun out this window. There will be cops here in five minutes. Well, not right? to, well, and and not to mention, uh, where where in the world can I get my hands on some Schnitzenburger? Because that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Schnitzen Schnitzenglubin. Yeah, that's the. I mean, <laughs> let's be let's be frank here, Mark. I'm I mean, free. I'm, <laughs> he's gluten free. It always has been that son of a gun. But, but yeah, but yeah I, I think they're real. Um, and, and do I think they're Mars and Jupiter and Venus? No. Uh, and I think they're being anyone that says that you know they're from the Pleiades or from from Draco or wherever. Like no, no, they're being told that basically as a cover story. I think they're because you, you can't tell them. No, you know that's part of the thing. It's like you can't if you can abduct all the people you want. But you can't say, oh, yeah, by the way, the Earth is flat. Don't go to Antarctica. You can't say that. It's, right. It goes – it's against the rules. Well, and then, and, and doesn't it seem like it's just – it just doesn't – it just seems so obvious to me that there is – that the agenda is is there uh, yeah. when it comes to how things are being rolled out oh, in, yeah. in regards to the extraterrestrial question yeah. uh, over the past – well, at least de- – I mean – a long time, obviously. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Exponent, well, but exponentially so within the last 10, five well, years even. We are now in a place where it doesn't matter if you're eight years old or 80 years old. You have now an Aliens movie reference somewhere along the line. I mean, the movies go all the way back to, I don't know, the original The Day the Earth Stood Still, you know, yeah. back in the, the 50s. Yeah. Where you got, you know, to where if somebody landed their ship right now. There would be two schools of thought. One people would come out and, and say, oh, wow, they do look like the people from Avatar, you know, the nerds. I mean, it's like, <laughs> let's get a selfie. And there'd be other people would be like, let's start a church and honor the blue people. Yeah. And that, that's how it would be divided. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn when it comes to it because I really, really want some sort of even even though I, I, I be careful what you wish for. I really want a big spaceship project blue beam thing to show up because what's happening now from a plot standpoint is just bugging me to no end. How so? Expand on that. Well, you know, just the just the slow burn, you know, the the collapse of everything around us. I mean, yeah. I, I know full well, not to end this on a uh, on a downturn note, but I know full well that the the Russia thing is going to escalate. Oh yeah. We're just we're just begging for it. It's probably going to be Finland. And we're just begging for him to do it. And it's like, okay, and, you know, if that's the way you want to go, I mean, I would have, again, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a sucker for good writing. Mm-hmm. And so there's too many movies, way too many movies. Like I just pick them apart. Yeah. And in this case, it's like, yeah, you could go this way, but no one's going to watch this more than once. Well, <laughs> so do, just, yeah. I mean, do, so do, do you see the new matrix, huh? 
Joe. <laughs> oh, well, well, hell, if you're going to go down that road, why don't you just say, why don't you go down the road of how Disney used, saved up all its DVD nickels from every babysitting DVD, otherwise known as their animation. And then they just said, hey, you know what? Let's just start buying up studios <laughs> and destroying the franchises as we go along. But the, by the way, the Matrix, they didn't even have to wreck that one. It wrecked itself. Yeah. Well, well that new director. <laughs> oh, oh find, yeah. Find me a fran- find me a franchise that hasn't been destroyed in the last five years. Find me one because because Lord of the Rings they're they're already in queued up. Amazon's already they're going to do it. Doctor Who's already done it. Everybody's dead. That the James Bond you know what is still in relatively good shape. It's like oh you shouldn't have killed off James Bond at the end. It's like ah you know what that's what he wanted. Yeah. So yeah. James Bond wanted or that's what Daniel Craig wanted. Daniel Craig. That's what Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig wanted. Yeah, it's like kill him off. You know, it's like that. Usually, usually. I mean, that's not a guarantee now. Of course, nowadays, like Sigourney Reaver killed herself off. She directed and starred in Aliens Three. Killed herself off, and they still brought her back. Um. Okay. Well, real quick. Real quick. Do, so, yeah. do you do you do you subscribe to the alien savior or alien threat, or both? In other words, uh, the E.T. Really e- yeah, the E.T. Both, both, because the, the movies are kind of split right down the middle. I mean, yeah. for as many movies as there are, I mean, granted, most of the Savior movies were in the 80s, and then they got darker in the 90s and the 2000s. Um, it, that's a tough one, because, <laughs> and, and that's a great question, because, again, whoever lands, depending on what, you, what circles you are in, I mean, they could go either way. If they show up benign enough, yeah. The, the problem with the aliens thing, whoever lands, it's got to be a color that doesn't exist on the planet. Because if they show up in any of the colors that we are using, they are automatically discriminated against. Mm. So you're stuck with blue, gold, or silver. Mm. You can't use green because right. everyone knows the green aliens are bad. Right. <laughs> and you can't use red because, well, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's got, you gotta be stuck. Well, I mean, you could do silver, gold or blue and some sort of maybe optional glowing or sparkly thing. But, uh, but yeah, you can show up as a savior, but I mean, your initial response depending. And if the, again, people are funny, how we're wired, if they're attractive looking, yeah. they'll be the good guys. Right. If they're <laughs> ugly, they're going to be the bad guys. That's right. So. That's right. I'm, I'm all, and I'm all for sparkles. Anyway, um, so hey, Mark, we'll is put a pos- pin. In- is it possible that they're on the land outside of Antarctica? Which sure. is which is what that which is what that uh, which is an interesting point that the 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 video that we just watched that from ODB, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that was an interesting sure. point. Why, why um, wouldn't they be? Yeah, I know that was well, a very I mean, fascinating. Or if if they're not, they're subterranean, which is also hollow very hollow Earth thoughts. Real quick, uh, hollow Earth. I, that's how I got into flat Earth. I was researching. Hollow Earth, Hollow Earth dovetails perfectly fine into Flat Earth. It doesn't have to be a big Dyson sphere where it's completely hauled out in the corner. And, and you know, remember, our civilization lives from ninety percent of our civilization civilization lives from um, sea level to one mile. So you create a cavern that's even fifty miles high. That's enough for air travel and everything you could possibly want. Yeah. So absolutely. Hollow Earth, no problem at all. We'll put a stick, uh, stick a pin in it right there, Mark. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure indeed. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, oh, sharing you. your time. We appreciate thank it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, take care. What the H? Well, we want to say thank you again to Mark Sargent, who was uh, ever so gracious with his time and uh, 
was really one of the best guests we could ever hope for as our initial guest on the show, and he was fantastic. Be sure to check out uh, YouTube channel and all that kind of good thing. Hey, folks, don't forget to remember, not to forget, we can't continue this broadcast without your financial support while continuing to be unvaccinated continually. So be sure to visit us at whattheh.show where you can find all the options to contribute to the What The H Show. Remember, if you're not standing up, you're bowing down. So stand up already. (laughs) Hey folks, non-compliance is the only way to libertar. Fare thee well.